Hey, good morning. Welcome to another episode of AI Buzz. This is your host, Nick, coming back at you on this lovely Sunday morning with some great machine learning and artificial intelligence news stories. Let's get started. Let me run through what I'm going to talk about today. There's a awesome machine learning audio firm that's trying to democratize music production. There's some cool visualizations that AI has created of music. And you'll remember the story I talked about with the world's first AI university. I have an update on that. And lastly, identifying birds with computer vision, helping out all the nature lovers in the audience. All that and more on this episode of AI Buzz. Let's get started. Creating music takes a ton of manual time and effort. Producers often spend many hours toiling away, tweaking and optimizing their music so it sounds the absolute best. Even I spend quite a long time tweaking these podcasts so that they sound as clear and crisp as possible. I can't even imagine trying to optimize numerous different factors in, say, creation of a song. I'm essentially just you know, trying to clean up voice, you know, my voice in the podcast and removing noise, things like that. It can get way, way more complicated. A startup that's been around since 2014 called Ocusanus, it's dually based in Greece and the United States, they've been working on developing a new product that will enable audio creators to automatically clean up the way their music sounds. Companies' creators want to democratize the creation of great music, which is awesome. Currently, as you know, the top artists, they're world famous. They have budgets that are nearly unlimited. They have access to these million-dollar studios so they can just optimize the heck out of their, their sound, their beats, everything. They have full teams working with them, audio engineers, and with this type of resources, you can really make certain things sound impressive. So the company, Ocusanus, offers several products. First is Regroover. So this allows really simple creation of uh, kind of beats or kind of a background beat for beginners. They also offer another one called Drum Atom tries to remove any sort of bleeding from drum sounds in your track. And lastly, this is kind of their signature product, is called the ERA, the Enhancement and Audio Repair Tool. So essentially what they claim it will be able to do is you can tune a song and remove audio noise from your recordings by simply touching a button. So these are some really cool products that are leaning on machine learning to kind of simplify the uh, music production process, which can really take a long time. And if you're not a top studio, you know, you're not going to know about all these different factors that need to be optimized. So this is fantastic work out of the startup called Acusanus, trying to give non-studio creators the tools they need to make outstanding songs. Great stuff. Next up, so like I was talking about, music engages all kinds of our senses. 
it allows visualization of very distinct memories and it is cool sometimes to kind of be watching um, watching something that is playing along with the with the sound you know it's it allows kind of hitting multiple different senses and it can be really really cool remember those cool visualizations from the like the windows 98 media player you'd be playing a song and then it have this kind of like whirlpool thing that would be pulsing at the you know pulsing with the beat always thought that was pretty cool stuff well Today, deep learning researchers are releasing a significantly trippier version of this. They call it neural synesthesia. Sure, I butchered that word. It's a process that creates visualizations of music from a training set. A specific type of network that's been used in this case, it's called a generative adversarial network, And these are really cool because the network is kind of training against itself and preparing itself against different situations. So how this works is the creator uh, essentially makes a piece of art. And this could be something that exists already or the, the creator could create their own thing. And then they input it into this neural network. And then the images can then get blended based on features in the music. So the story I'm talking about today comes from one mastermind called Xander Zinbruch. And he essentially got this into the news where he had these different images and then he blended them with these these wild songs. And the visualizations are just wild. It's like some kind of some kind of weird dream and you know you're you're really getting lost in it it's pretty cool stuff i highly recommend checking it out it's called neural synesthesia what xander did is he takes these images and then essentially is blending them based on features in the music he has some custom programs that he wrote to extract out those features and yeah, it just looks looks nuts. So check it out. So one interesting thing that Xander says is he doesn't really believe he's producing these visualizations, and he doesn't believe the machine's really producing them. He he believes it's more of a collaboration between the two, creative effort between humans and AI. I think that's a really cool concept, and I think we'll see even more of that going forward in the next few years. Next up. Reported a while back on the opening up of the world's first dedicated AI university, the university marks the first time an institution's been purely devoted to studying artificial intelligence. I noted that students can specialize in machine learning, natural language processing, computer vision. Obviously, these degrees will be very valuable in this up-and-coming world of machine learning and artificial intelligence. I think it's awesome, and I hope other universities and other institutions follow suit and start to have these very, like, standalone, dedicated programs. Because typically now, to to really get into AI, you're going to want to have a computer science major and then probably do a doctorate and do some computer science research and kind of from there, specialize into one of these these 
different areas. I think it's great that you can, with this, this first AI university, is just kind of pick one of these specializations and, um, you know, get a degree just in that. So it's not such a kind of around the bush method. Anyways, back to the world's first AI university, there's an update. So I don't think the up administrators of this university really anticipated how hot this program would be. There were over 3,200 applications to the university in the first week that the program had been announced. So first week, 3,200 applications, that is nuts. The school is continuing to promise that its curriculum is a very fresh approach to machine learning, and it's going to allow students to unleash AI's full potential. All of the enrolled stu students will also receive full expenses paid as well as a stipend to spend as they wish. So not only can you get a degree right in AI, you can get a stipend, get it all paid for. Not surprising that it's it's such a hot program. But if this uh, you know keeps up, the you know the first class is going to be entering September of next year. So if they're having 3,200 applications in the first week, they're going to have a lot of applications to sort through before they they pick their final entering class for next year. But love to see that there's so much interest in this program. I think it's fantastic, and hope we see more of these types of institutions popping up. Next up. Taking stock of everything you see in nature is really fun and allows a lot of thinking to be to be done and very peaceful and very meditative in a way. However, sometimes if you're in certain moods, curiosity can definitely get the best of you when you're out on a hike or out on a walk. You start looking at trees or mushrooms or birds or plants and you say, huh, I wonder, I wonder what type that is. Um, you know, and if most people are not experts in identifying a lot of that stuff. So some people have reference books that allow you to uh, determine which type of tree or which type of bird you've seen. However, carrying th these thick reference books and then kind of paging through them and searching for, for what something is, that's kind of the old school way of doing it as technology becomes ever more prevalent in our lives. So there's a built a growing community of app builders who are trying to you know essentially create applications that can identify things for you out in nature. And machine learning is really helping to push this along by completely doing the identification. It's not like you have the reference bookstore on your phone so you can easily flip through it. It's you take a picture of it and, and an algorithm is able to actually identify things for you. It's really, really cool stuff. In this story, it's about machine learning helping birders identify bird species just from the images. New, new research out of Duke University shown that over 200 different bird species can be successfully identified by looking at a single photo of the bird. The original training set was composed of over 11,000 bird photographs, 
And the final accuracy of the model, the researchers claim, was 84%. And this result is comparable to some of the other models out there that they, they looked at. The researchers were duly trying to unravel exactly how the neural network was making its decisions. So, they, so first, they wanted a model that would work, correctly classify things. Second, they really wanted to make things more transparent and gain some insight into how it was working. The resulting output out of this model are heat maps, which show exactly which features are the most unique to that species. The researchers say the heat maps will be able to identify um, identify these, these features and light them up in more hot colors so they can be easily uh, told apart from the rest. This is, this is some great, uh, it's a great goal because so many machine learning models are treated like black boxes, especially computer vision, um, you know, just pumping in an image and, and hoping that it, it works. And if it does work, you say, oh, well, we're good. Let's launch this, put it into production. So many models are treated like black boxes. And, you know, as I've been a big proponent of before, um, humans still need to be very aware of what's going on in the model and need to be able to uh, tweak it as necessary. So this is great work where they're showing exactly what the model's focusing in on. If, you know, someone takes a picture of a bird and something in the background's lighting up red or, you know, a more hot color like white or something, then the researchers know that the model is not working great in that particular case because it's not picking up on a feature of the bird. So once again, some, some good work coming out of Duke University. I think it's great that they're trying to unravel the black box of some of these, these models. That's about all I have for you today. Thanks for tuning in. I talked about how a startup called Acusanus is trying to make uh, music production even easier, democratize creating new songs, talked about how Xander Steenbruge is creating some very, very trippy visualizations of music. There's already over 3,200 applicants to the world's first AI university. There's some ridiculous demand for that type of program. Excited to hear how the actual classes are when the classes start in September of next year. And lastly, I talked about how Duke researchers were able to uh, classify and tell apart over 200 different bird species in one of their, their new papers. This has been an episode of AI Buzz. I'm your host, Nick. I'll be back with you very, very soon with some more machine learning and artificial intelligence stories. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good day. Bye.